Happy Tuesday! Welcome back to Naturally New York. I'm your host, Natalie Aris. If you're new here, hi. Um, I'm happy you're listening and you chose a great episode to listen to. We have an amazing guest on this week. As I said last week, we are going to have my good friend um, from high school and even years prior, possibly, um, Sarah. She's really great. I just finished, you know, talking with her, interviewing her, and um, she shared a lot of really cool, useful information and stories. She uh, works in education as a music teacher and a bunch of other things, voice teacher. Super cool. She went to Michigan. Uh, yeah, I'll let her say her whole spiel, but it was a really good episode, and we talked for a while, as always, so I'll try to keep this intro short, um, this catch-up chat with Nat, but I do have, you know, a couple things to say, so... Um, Let's let's get right into it. I guess the, the first thing I'll catch you up on is what I've done recently, which I guess, oh my gosh, I should have had Sarah talk about this with me because when the last episode came out, Tuesday the 3rd, we, I think that's when the last episode came out. Anyway, we saw Town on Broadway, me and Sarah. Um, so it was so good. I've been dying to see Town, you know, for years since they won the Tony when I was studying abroad in London, which was like three years ago now. I've been wanting to see it and heard great things, and I definitely wanted to see it while while some of the original cast was still in it, um, specifically Eva, and um, we did get to see her and some of the original cast, which was great. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good show. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I think some of it was like slightly slightly maybe tiny bit overhyped but overall I really loved it and I'm happy I finally got to see it I paid a little bit more than I usually do for a Broadway show just but I did pay like less like it was the cheapest tickets I've seen for it a while in a while we paid like $80 each which is like still relatively very cheap for a Broadway show normally I'm able to like you know do like 40 $50 tickets through lotteries and whatever where I go for free because I know people but um you know, we got these cheap um, no-fee tickets from Today Ticks, so... And we were, you know, in the mezzanine, and honestly, like, I would recommend the mezzanine. It was really good to be able to see everything. Um, so, yeah, that was really great. Like, honestly, blown away by a lot of the vocals, and it was a beautiful story. If you're into, like, Greek mythology, um, it also has some cool moments from that, so that was really cool. And another, like, I guess I've attended a few, like, artsy things since then, um... Another thing was I went to this, let me pull up the name, what it was called, a tribute, a candlelight, semicolon, a tribute to Taylor Swift at the Williamsburg Hotel. Um, so it was through like Fever, like the Fever team company. Um, and it was basically like a string quartet um, playing Taylor Swift songs. And if you follow me on Instagram, I put it on my story that night uh, slash maybe the next morning. It was so amazing, so beautiful. Um, I went with the teacher and my other friend, Ireland. Um, it was, yeah, it was just amazing. Um, so beautiful to see all of, like, they have all, like, these candles lit. And then, I mean, first of all, the Williamsburg Hotel is just beautiful. If you haven't been, like, I definitely recommend going do a staycation. I'm not sure how expensive it is, but also you could just, like, go. Like, they have some bars there, so... We got a drink before at one of the bars, um, which was really nice. Then we went up to the show. It was like a little over an hour long, I would say. Oh my gosh, sorry if you hear that screech. 
I had my window open because I needed some air. Yeah, so it was it was really beautiful, the Williamsburg Hotel. We went to the show and, you know, these performers, these artists did an amazing job playing all these like popular Taylor Swift songs like uh, Love Story, Enchanted, just a bunch of really like great songs that, um, you know, everyone knows like good staples and they played them on like, you know, violin and cello and a bunch of, you know, other instruments. Um, so not a bunch, two others. I guess there was another violin. I don't know what the other one was, but yeah, it was it was really so amazing. And then after the show, we went up to the like, I guess, roof of the hotel. It was like the water tower, I think it was called. I don't know. Um, Ireland had noticed it on the way in, which I'm so happy she did because we, we went up there and it was beautiful. We got a nice view of Manhattan. Um, so took some pictures, saw, like took it in. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. So that was like a, an amazing night, honestly. Uh, yesterday I went to, again with the teacher, but also my friend Laura and Quincy and Laura's boyfriend and their other friends. Um, we went to this rooftop bar called Book. I keep thinking it was called Bookworm. I think it was called Bookmark though. Um, it was on like 41st and Madison. Yeah, it was, it was really cute. I was able to get us a table without a reservation um you know me just charming the manager um and yeah it was it was really great so um I'd recommend going there I mean you know we spent a lot of money on the drinks because always at a rooftop place in New York the drinks are expensive but it was worth it I think it was fun plus like I had gotten paid that day so <laughs> it's okay um, and I'm not paying rent the next couple months, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so just good things all around. Obviously, things are going well with the teacher, so that's good. Um, and then a little bit of content update. I know I said last week I would talk to you about Untamed More, um, which is the book by Glennon Doyle. But yeah, I, I'll do a really quick recap since, again, I said I talked with Sarah for a while. But yeah, it's a really amazing, um, inspiring book she shares her story. Uh, it's like a true story about how she was married to a man and had two kids with him. And she also grew up like very religious, like Christian. Um, and that's like how they were living their life. And then she fell in love with Abby, another woman. And um, she ended up pursuing that love. And now they, they have an amazing life together with the five of them, like her Abby, um, her two kids and their husband, her husband, um, they all like get along. Oh my gosh. I need to look up Abby's name because <laughs> she's like a, a famous soccer player and I'm, ah, yes. Abby Wambach. Yeah. So they, they have like a great love story. It's really inspiring and just really amazing. Yeah. So, um, it was a really great read and it wasn't just about that like she just gave a lot of like insight about life and just like I don't know like very philosophical which I like obviously I'm a water sign so I really enjoyed like the deep thoughts and conversation and everything um yeah so it was really good I definitely recommend it and I don't think I started watching this in the last episode but maybe I did um the teacher and I have been watching The Flight Attendant um which is a show on HBO Max my friend Julie, who I've talked about, recommended it. And um, yeah, it's it's really good. We're like a little over halfway through the first season. I think we're on episode six. I think there's 
eight or ten episodes. Um, so I think there might only be eight. So I guess we're like pretty close to the end actually of season one. But season two has been airing right now. So we're trying to catch up. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's like a good mix of um, comedy and like horror, suspense. I don't really know. Drama, I guess that's what that's called. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool show. And I've like thought about like being a flight attendant and like what that life would be like. So it's been fun. Ooh, drink some water, everyone. I didn't drink any, um, with Sarah. I don't know. I always feel bad saying it while I'm recording with someone. So drink some now, um, drink some again, you know, in like a half hour. And yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say for this catch-up chat. I'm really excited for you to hear this episode with Sarah. Um, it's it's really good. And Oh, actually, shoot, I forgot. Um, I also wanted to say I've still been watching um, The Great on Hulu, and it was really cute. Um, Allie, who I had talked about visiting in St. Louis, um, her and I started it there, watched more of it there, and we decided we would have like a little Zoom date. And I guess we had a FaceTime date and we watched it um, through Teleparty, I think it's called, which is like um, an extension for your browser, I think, on Google Chrome. So yeah, we FaceTimed and watched uh, another episode and it was really fun and I really love that show. It's like really hard to stop watching, but we're like, you know, just watching it together. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, but that's that's all I'm going to say for this catch-up chat. Like I said, the episode with Sarah is so great, so I don't want to take away too much from that. But um, thank you all for listening, and here is Sarah. Okay, and we're here with Sarah. Hi. Say hi. You just did. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> this is going great already. Sarah is a super fan. Also, wait, I forgot I said we were testing the levels, and then we just started <laughs> recording. Uh, <laughs> wait, talk? Hi. Okay, yeah. I think we're good. Okay, okay, great. This is Sarah. So I already gave a little info about you and your background. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah works at a high school in New Jersey, um, teaching music, chorus, music, directing, all the things. Um, I'll let you talk about it, but... Sure. I also probably... I haven't recorded her intro yet, but I'm sure I mentioned that we went to high school together. Um, so Sarah is also from Jersey, but... Why don't you go ahead and, like, give your background, like, whatever you want to sure. say, like, where you went to school, kind of, like, how your, like, interest for, like, music or, like, the arts came to be, etc. Yeah, okay. Um, first of all, it's an absolute honor to be here. <laughs> like, I don't know if, if you listeners understand, I am the top listener <laughs> for this podcast. She is. Um, Super fan. So me and Natalie go way back. Yeah. All the way back to Performers Theater Workshop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> did you forget about I that? I did forget about that. Um, we weren't really friends though. We did like these theater classes when we were younger. So there's like videos of us performing <laughs> so together. Funny. I totally forgot um, about that. We became friends in high school. I'm a grade above her. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sophomore year and her freshman year, we were in like a really, really top notch production of a show called Pal Joey. <laughs> and we true, just true bonded. True musical theater people know yeah. Pal Joey. <laughs> I, I don't even know if they do. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I don't know if I would have known. Um... So we did that together and like chorus class together in yes. high school and sometimes our high school's acapella group together. Yes. <laughs> um, and we went on to do Young Frankenstein and Drowsy Chaperone together and then I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went off to Michigan. I studied music education. It was really fun. Good experience. I loved it there. 
Um, and now I teach high school chorus and also a couple of random theater classes at a high school in New Jersey. And that's me. Awesome. Um, so we're gonna dive into some questions. Um, Okay, I'm ready. I guess the first one is like, first of all, what made you want to have that job? Good question. Um, ever since I was really young, I've always wanted to be a teacher. I like really looked up to my teachers and wanted to be one before I even got into like music and singing and theater and all of that. Um, so growing up, I really wanted to be a teacher and then starting in like late elementary, middle school, I just became like obsessed with like singing and theater. And that became like the place that I had in school, especially in high school. Like we spent all of our after school hours doing this stuff and it it was just a really really nice community for me and I loved it and I wanted to be able to like give that to future students oh that's sweet so like basically you wanted to be a teacher before you really knew what subject and then like yeah and then probably like in middle school I decided I wanted to be a chorus teacher okay very cool so then how did you like go about actually getting your job obviously you got your degree like go through that process and then like the actual job application. Sure. So at the end of high school, I had to audition for um, music education college program. So kind of similar to the musical theater audition process that Natalie went through, Mm -hmm. um, where I had to submit a pre-screen video and then I was invited to audition at certain schools. Um, Michigan was my top choice, so I was super excited to go there. Yeah. Um, And it was a really small program there. There were only like six of us who studied choral music education. Yeah. There were more like music ed people, but for choral, there were only like six of us. Um, while we were there, we had to do like little, it was called field work. Like you go to different schools and you teach. And then my last semester of college, I did student teaching for the whole semester, which was cut yeah. short due to COVID, but yeah. I still did it. And then I applied for jobs from my childhood bedroom during <laughs> during deep COVID. The nice part about that is I didn't have to do any in-person like teaching demos because that sounds like really nerve-wracking I just had like some zoom interviews for maybe five or six different school districts and then I got the offer at the district where I currently teach and I was super excited and here I am so what what were your interviews like um like, really did you, like say like what you would do in class or yeah it was a lot of like situational questions where they would ask me like oh if there's a student who um, is on the basketball team and in chorus, how would you juggle that conflict? So a lot of questions like that that I had to kind of think on the spot and answer, and I definitely got better from interview to interview. Yeah. Um, they would ask questions about, like, how would I celebrate the different cultures of people in my classroom? That question question happened in my first interview ever, and mm. I told them that I would celebrate St. Patrick's Day with the students <laughs> for a school that was entirely Indian and Hispanic. Oh, my God. So did not receive a second interview for that district. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. like I was like stressed out. It was yeah, on the spot. Yeah. And I I knew the cultures that were in that school district, but just on the spot I was like, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And <laughs> really it was, important like, holiday. They right? literally blinked their eyes at me and were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um was the was the school you ended up working at one of your later interviews? Or Um, I interviewed for it in I wanna say late April, early May. Um, like, it had was, you had some practice before Yeah, I had interviewed for maybe three other districts. Yeah. And then I ended up getting some interviews, like, throughout the entire summer after I had already accepted that job. So, obviously, mm-hmm. I, like, didn't take those interviews. 
Um, it was at a good time because I had interviewed before that for a district I really wanted and gone through the entire process, like mm-hmm. four interviews, and then the job was given to someone else, mm-hmm. actually a girl that I knew from theater growing up. But I was really upset that I didn't get that job because I was just yeah. super excited about the district, so I wrote mm-hmm. the the hiring manager that I was in all my interviews and I asked him what I could improve mm-hmm. upon, and he gave oh. me some good answers, so I was able to that's carry nice. that with me into the next interviews, yeah. Oh, that's, that's really smart of you, that's a good tip, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, because I thought I nailed it. Yeah. So I was like, why not me? Yeah. Interesting. Is there yeah. any like tips that like something we wouldn't think of that like he shared with you or just that you learned through that process that you have? Yeah. He said that some of my answers showed a lack of experience, which was true. Yeah. I mean, um, it's like, what are you so supposed to do about that? He said, like, try to draw upon um, experiences that I had that maybe aren't necessarily teaching in a school setting to give Mm. more like personal background when answering questions rather than saying I would Mm. do blank say oh because of my experience leading my college acapella group Uh, you know bringing in past experiences more even if they weren't necessarily like classroom experiences right yeah that makes sense yeah it's like one of those catch 22s where it's like how are you supposed to have the experience if no one's hiring you (laughs) right right Uh, and then I also just wanted to point out where you mentioned um the college audition process like I know for me um it was really nice to have Sarah like even though it isn't quite the same as like the musical theater process it was like you were definitely like the only person I was like close to who had gone through something like that prior to me so it was nice to like have you as an example for that and did you even did you have anyone as an example or you were just kind of like no, yeah, I, I feel was like you didn't, right? You just, my like, mom is like the type of person where like she devotes her entire life to like helping helping me yeah. and my brother, yeah, and my other siblings. <laughs> so she did a lot of research on music ed programs and literally yeah. made like a spreadsheet. Yeah, you have to have one. <laughs> um, with like with like the create like for example, percentage of students that were Jewish was one of the things yeah. that made it on yeah. the spreadsheet like cuz we're Jewish is why. <laughs> to clarify <laughs> Just, like, all the things that I had said I was important to me. Yeah. She found all the schools that have my major and kind of put them, ranked yeah. them on a graph. Yeah. Um, And wow. she helped me through that process. So I also awesome. was, like, lucky enough to have, like, a voice teacher right. and a tutor that helped me write all of my application essays. Yeah. And, like, you know, adults helping guide me through the process. Right. But nobody that had actually, like, gone through that yeah. audition process before. Yeah. It's, like, so hard. And especially, like, I talk a lot about how, like, a high school like ours was so like stressful with college applications in general so like us having like this extra layer on top of it that people just like didn't understand was like yeah so rough. it was kind of fu- <laughs> it was kind of fun though it, it was fun i guess i'm glad oh you God, think I it was fun it. i was pretty stressed but here's the thing i just i'm obsessed with my mom yeah. and it was so fun to travel pretty much yeah. every weekend with her that is for, true that was like fun. january and february of that year yeah. it was just we were jetting off to these random right. places, and for most of them, it was my first time seeing those campuses. So it was like yeah, exciting. My mom would true. organize like um, like a private tour guide at each of them, who had like oh, a yeah. life similar to the life I would have wanted, and would like take oh, me to like that's really nice. the, her yeah. sorority house and like the Hillel, which is like the Jewish center, and yeah. like things like that. So I got like an inside scoop of all the schools. Oh yeah, I don't know. It was a good. I mean, the actual auditions were very stressful. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I guess like the touring and the whatever. <laughs> yeah, I did like look forward to it. Yeah. Did and you, I Sorry, what? what are you? Saying? I formed like a special connection to hotel pools. 
<laughs> I would warm up and like practice in the hotel pool area. Oh, really? At all the hotels. That's funny. Because of the acoustics. Huh. Every morning before There's a auditions. Tip, everyone. Yeah. Like <laughs> next, like you wouldn't go in the pool. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you like take a swim. No, no, no. I would just, <laughs> I would just go in the pool area because yeah. it was always like a like Marriott where there was like yeah. a pool. Right, and there was no one there. Not usually at like yeah. seven in the morning, yeah, you know. Right? Yeah. But I had like my whole routine. I would go down to the pool and warm up. I would come yeah. up and steam. I would have my yeah. tea. My mom would straighten my hair for me. So cute. Yeah. Uh, wait, there weren't there weren't unifieds for your major right Mm-mm. do you know what that is though? yeah i remember you talking about it yeah yeah because if you don't know that's like how actually how i auditioned for utah the school i ended up going to is like i think i've probably mentioned this in the podcast before but anyway um sarah would know the super <laughs> but um it's like the colleges <laughs> have tours um and they go to like major cities over like a certain weekend of the year so I auditioned for my school and other schools in New York City, um, so I didn't always necessarily travel to see the campus and like stay in a hotel per se. Yeah, my students that I have a couple of students who auditioned for musical theater, and yeah. they I don't even know if either of those two really traveled much at all. They did yeah. like unifieds and they did virtual auditions. Yeah, I'm trying to think the farthest I traveled. I think probably the farthest I traveled was like four hour drive to five hours to Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh like yeah that that's far pretty away. far though yeah yeah that was pretty far and then I looked at I guess Elon too which mm-hmm. was sort of far but yeah I didn't travel outside the east coast really um but yeah that's interesting um okay so next question for you is a heavy hitter <laughs> oh my gosh sort of so <laughs> Do you feel like you're having an impact, like, on these kids and, like, their look on the arts? And if so or if not, like, how do you – does that make you feel? Um, I really hope so. That yeah. was, like, one of the main reasons that I wanted to go into teaching. Like, obviously, I didn't do it for, like, the fame and fortune. So <laughs> um, there are moments that happen during the school day where I'm like, wow, I've really done something good here. Yeah. Um, we had our dress rehearsal yesterday for our chorus concert that's this coming week. Mm-hmm. And they just sounded like it was our first time putting the whole choir together because I have them in three different periods, but they sing the same songs together in the concert. Yeah. And they sounded so good. And they like looked like they were having so much fun on the risers and like we're singing You Will Be Found, which is like kind of cringy, but like it's really sweet. And they sound and the harmonies sounded so good. Yeah. And it just like it caused me to like when I was driving home from that, it caused me to reflect on like what it was like when I came in at the beginning of last year because this is my second year yeah um and like just teaching a lot of them from square one where they couldn't even read music Mm -hmm. and also like half of them on zoom yeah and like how they sounded at last year's concert how they sounded at this December's concert and now like the group that I've created it just made me like really proud and happy yeah yay and I have a I have a two students who are juniors who told me that they're gonna like do music education in college so i'm like excited for them to be seniors next year yeah one of them asked me if he could like teach a couple demo lessons in chorus class next year or like teach the class a piece and he's like just the most adorable kid and i was like oh my god yeah yeah oh my gosh (laughs) but not every day is like that yeah (laughs) there's some days where i'm like "Mm." right yeah, I had a I had a student like raise her hand and like announce my salary to the class the other day, 
which was really weird. That is weird. And was like, you should go on strike. And it was just like a weird conversation. Oh. So it's not always sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah. she did that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess with any like job or life, you have like good and bad days and it's a balance. Um, but yeah. I feel like with a job like yours, it's like, and this is why we do what we do. Like you said, like you have such a chance to like make this impact on these kids. Yeah. It sounds like you are. So you should be proud of that. Thank you. It's a, like a really rewarding job. Yeah. Compared to my friends that like work in tech or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like I could never. Um, so kind of, you kind of touched on this with like the zoom lessons and whatever, but how has in your eyes COVID impacted like the education system and more specifically like in the arts? Mm, COVID, COVID, COVID. I know. Um, <laughs> last year was hard because we had like a hybrid, not hybrid. We had like cohorts at my school. So like mm-hmm. half the kids were in person, half were online. And I had to teach everybody at once. Yeah. We also weren't allowed to sing indoors mm-hmm. all of last year. So in like the cold winter, we were outside yeah. still six feet apart in like a huge circle. And it just Ugh. wasn't like, it wasn't the choir class that I've like grown to love my yeah. entire life. And I yeah. still like was able to form a good bond with the students and teach them. But it was a big challenge and now this year we're all back in person and mm-hmm. we have pretty much no restrictions at my school but i found that a lot of students have become like increasingly antisocial and reliant on technology just from oh. like the experience that they had like being teenagers during this yeah my biggest battle with them is the phones in class oh. and they're not even trying to be rude they just like literally can't stop yeah even like oh while God. we're singing they're, they're participating but they're multitasking and they're just, they can't, like, separate from yeah. the screen. I mean, you probably have a no phone policy, right? Or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I just snatch them up. Yeah. Snatch yep. them up. <laughs> Is that hard to do? Or you're like, obviously. I, I, I hate disciplining because I just love these yeah, kids. Yeah, right? I know. I would, I'd be bad There's certain that. ones that I'm like, oh, I really don't want to do this right yeah. now. But, like, it's for their own good to separate from the device. Yeah. Because I'm addicted to my phone and it's not good. Yeah, no. So. You're so right. And, yeah, I feel like. It, like, sucks for them and, like, their, like, development as human beings that, like, yeah these formative years were, like, wrecked by yeah. technology. It's really rough. Uh, yeah. And it's, like, I'm sure it is very, like, rewarding for you now to get to, like, hear them all sing in person and everything. Yeah. Like, how did that work on Zoom? Like, would people be muted or trying to mm. all sing at once? Or, like, how did that work? I kind of, like, I kind of changed the format of my class so that it would work for remote. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't teach everybody at the same time like a math teacher would have. Mm -hmm. I had us do like a warm-up activity all together, like rhythm clapping, and I would like share my screen on Zoom so everybody at home could see it. And Mm -hmm. the rule was I had to be able to see their hands clapping on camera. (laughs) Um, So like we would do something like that or like solfege with the hand signs so I can see them doing it at home, like all together. And then the in-person kids would go outside. We don't have Wi-Fi outside, so I couldn't bring the Zoom kids, but we could only sing outside. And then the people on Zoom had an assignment that I posted for them on Google Classroom Mm. that they had to submit a video, like, for by the end of class. So they were doing what we were doing, but not with us, if that makes sense. That must have been, like, annoying for you. Like, did you feel like you were doing, like, double the work because... Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I had to grade the assignments. Yeah. So, like, we, we did Seasons of Love last year. Cute. Another I don't cute I don't one. only do, like, musical theater <laughs> songs, but I like to sprinkle one in the mix. Yes. So, like, if we were working on Seasons of Love outside, the yeah. people at home had, like... I had to make recordings of me singing their voice parts because a lot yeah. of them don't have great 
or they didn't at the beginning of last year, like the ability to teach themselves yeah. themselves music. Mm-hmm. So I'd record those recordings, put them on Google Classroom. They'd have the sheet music on Google Classroom and then they'd mm-hmm. have to like sing along with it, practice, and then like submit their recording. And then every day yeah. after school, I'd be like watching those videos and trying to give them like really good comments so yeah. that they felt like they like had a teacher even when they yeah. were home. It was time consuming. Uh, but we, we ended our school day at one last year. So I like had that time at one uh, to do that. And that was because of COVID? Yeah, because they don't want people eating at school. Oh, right. Yeah. Sucked. <laughs> Still like with that, I kind of want to hear about, I guess, the other things you do there, like besides like teach chorus, mm. more specifically, obviously like music directing and everything with the musical and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wear a lot of hats. Yeah. I have, like, my three chorus periods during the school day. Mm-hmm. I have two theater classes during the school day. Yeah. Intro to theater in the fall. And then also, like, a special ed theater class in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then technical theater in the spring, which is what I'm in right now, where I teach <laughs> all the stage crew skills. Crazy. So, like, the soundboard, the lightboard, set design, set painting, that type of stuff. So that's what I do during the school day. Mm-hmm. Um after school, I run the jazz chorus, which is just like the oh. select chorus that we have at my school. We do oh, jazz yeah. music. Oh, nice. It's actually, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, and I do a lot of work on the musical, which mm-hmm. like consumes my life for yeah. like December through March. Yeah. Um, I music direct, which I love because yeah. I love to sing and I love musicals. Yeah. This year, I also produced the musical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like really... A unique thing because yeah. I had never done that before. I think I did a nice job, but I prefer I prefer working with the students and, and singing with them and making music rather than like all the logistical stuff I did as producer. Yeah. It just like wasn't my passion. Like Are you gonna sending produce? out a t-shirt order form and stuff like that. Right. Are you doing that again next year? You don't know if you have mm, to. Yet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really like announced that I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I'm kind of putting <laughs> off that conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. I did a nice job. It just wasn't my... You didn't... Weren't a, it wasn't as fun for you. Yeah, it wasn't. I also worked on our middle school. I assistant directed their fall play and mm. music directed slash did the light design for their <laughs> for their spring musical of Into the Woods at so the middle good. school. How, how did that go? Um, you know, it was adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> My lighting design was not not really top notch. But <laughs> and I, wait, when did you like learn how to do that? Like, last year for my technical theater class. Yeah. And it's it's very obvious to the students that I've just learned this material as well. Yeah. How did you learn? Like the band teacher at my school like knows how to use that equipment. So he taught me everything he knew. But he's not a professional either at yeah. that stuff. So it's just kind of like yeah. Whatever. I know I know my way around a lighting board. Yeah. And I'm like proud to be able to say that. Yeah. Um, should I, I have designed the lighting for Into the Woods? No. <laughs> but did I? And did I teach two eighth graders to like operate all the equipment? Yeah. And it was like pretty fun actually. Yeah. Look YOLO. At you. YOLO. STEM. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically a woman in STEM. Yeah. We love women in STEM. Um so for the musicals, a fun fact for you all is that the director that Sarah worked with was the director of our high school musicals that we were in. So you got to work with him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love him. And he's like so great to work with. How was that like transition from like student to like colleague? A little bit weird at first. Like I didn't know what to call him because like I was like addressing him by his last name. Yeah. Um, Like, like we did as students in high school, but he's just like a great, a great person yeah. like we loved having him as a director in high school yeah. so now like 
being able to work with him yeah. is amazing because I feel like he like kind of guides me through the process yeah. and like he knew me as a student so he doesn't like expect me to be this perfect professional adult right which is nice. nice and then just like I guess how is it in general being on like the other end like the teacher now instead of like someone in the show like are there things that I don't know, because I feel like we, we've talked about this, like, joking, like, what are they actually thinking? Like, do they know, like, who's all hooking up? And do they know, like, <laughs> like what's, like, I don't know, like, the tea on all the students? So just, like, that type of thing. Okay, I'm not going to get into detail, but here's what I have to say on that topic. The <laughs> teachers know everything. They, You are not hiding a single thing from your teachers. They hear your conversations when you're walking in. Mm-hmm. They... They see which days you're crying and sitting across the room from the person you usually sit next to. We know what's going on. Yeah. And we have we have the rats that come to us and just tell us everything. Yeah. Like you're not you're not pulling one over me. I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um but like in general it's it's so fun to be a teacher. I like being the center of attention. Like everyone yeah. has to sit there and listen to me and like do yeah. what I say. <laughs> and the one thing is I just really miss performing. Yeah. Like, I haven't performed in a musical since our senior year production of The Drowsy Chaperone. Oh. So. Yeah. Like, when we're in, like, our dress rehearsals for our shows and I see, like, how talented they are and how much fun they're having, I'm like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. Like, that would be so fun to be on stage right now. Yeah. Maybe you, like, could do, like, community theater or something sometime, you know? Yeah. I've, like, looked into it. Yeah. Um, It's hard because I feel like I'm at a weird age. Like, yeah. I don't know if I want to do a community theater show with, like, 40 and 50-year-olds. Right, yeah. Um, there's this theater company that a lot of my students do, like, outside of school. Mm-hmm. And their summer show is up to age 22. Um, and I'm oh, 23. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, should I just, like, audition for this, like, summer yeah. show that all my students are doing? <laughs> and, like, lie about my age? Yeah. And I realized I can't do that. Yeah. Because they're my students. Yeah. And I'm not going to yeah. do their summer show with them. Yeah, but that'd be silly. it just makes me sad to, like, yeah. not have, like, an easy opportunity to perform anymore. Yeah. And I should have I should have performed in musicals in college, but it just wasn't, like, top of my priority list. Right. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of summers... I know that you sometimes teach voice lessons. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I love teaching voice lessons. Um, Sometimes it's really tiring to do after the school day because I do it throughout the school year as well. Like to get in my car, drive to someone's house, and like that whole process is tiring. But it's really fun. And obviously you make way more per hour teaching private lessons than you do as a teacher, like a a school teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was, like, nervous about it at first because I don't have great piano skills. Mm -hmm. But that hasn't been an issue in any of my voice lessons that I've taught. Yeah. Um, Last summer, I taught, like, a full schedule of voice lessons as a way to, like, make money over the summer. Mm -hmm. This summer, I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah, Yeah, what what are your plans? This year was just draining. Yeah. Um, I love my job, but I'm, like, absolutely exhausted. I have a way longer commute this year than I did last year because I moved. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm burnt out and yeah. I just want to tan and travel. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep my my few clients that I work that I worked mm-hmm. with all year, one or two new clients maybe for mm-hmm. voice lessons. But then besides that, like I have some trips planned. Yeah. I have to take a week long summer course in order to teach AP music theory next year, so that'll mm-hmm. consume a week. And I am I also like am working at the airport. I don't really know how to explain this. Wait, what? <laughs> Explain it. So try <laughs> just for one week. So I worked oh. with this like this company um, between my junior year and senior year of college. 
um, that runs like teen tours. Mm, so you hey. might, you, all you listeners, you might not know what a teen tour is. It's like a travel summer camp for like wealthy teenagers. Yeah. Is that how you would describe yeah, it? Yeah. Like I went on a teen a tour weeks, yeah. um, in high school and it was like four weeks in Europe and we went to six countries and it was like a bus of like 28 high schoolers and we had mm. like counselors. Mm. So I worked in the office for that teen tour company a few years ago, um, kind of as a way to like live in the city for the summer. Mm. Um, they need some help with like departures at Newark airport just for their like busiest week. So I, for one week this summer, will be at Newark airport every day, oh my gosh. like at like five in the morning, like just helping students, not students, helping like the kids like check in for their flights and like sending them off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> kind That's of like, so ran- they like contacted me. They needed more say, help. I was going to say, how'd that happen? <laughs> they, I mean, they, they're in my DMs like each yeah. year. They really want me back. Yeah. Not to, not to toot my own horn. I'm but, sure. They're in my um, DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, I, their office is, is too far from me. So I wasn't going to work an office job there this summer. Yeah. Also, it's a six day a week job. Um, but I live really close to Newark airport, so I figured, why the heck not? I've never worked at an airport. I keep joking that I'm, like, going to be, like, a TSA agent this summer, which I'm not, but, like, or, like, a flight attendant. Yeah, I've just (laughs) It's only four days, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) That is fun. So, what what are your other trips this summer? I want to hear. Where are you going? Um, (laughs) nothing is, like, super set in stone yet. I'm going to visit my friend in L.A., for like a week my sister also lives there so i'm seeing her too Mm -hmm. my family's going away my family likes to do this thing where they plan the trip the day before Mm. so i've got a 10-day block on my calendar in august (laughs) and i have no idea where we're going yeah like i'm not exaggerating yeah like there was a random wednesday a couple decembers ago my mom was like we're going to turks and caicos like early tomorrow morning let's (laughs) let's pack let's go (laughs) same thing also happened with the trip to portugal so yeah I have no idea where we're going. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend and I want to go to Paris, but I looked up the uh, flight prices and mm. that's a big question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Fuel is like expensive right now. So. So. Yeah. yeah. And I'm probably going to visit Natalie. Yeah. For a couple days. Come to the Ren Fair. Yeah. I just really, really, really <laughs> want to like make her laugh while she's <laughs> doing Shakespeare or whatever oh, she is yeah, doing. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I really don't even know. But I'm going to be like out in the audience or whatever, yeah, like yeah. dabbing and stuff <laughs> to make you laugh. I yeah. made her laugh a little during Polar. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Polar. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a, she's a, just a great support. Honestly, you're a great friend. I'm just she like a Natalie super fan. Listens to the pod, comes to my shows. Yeah. So fun. Why not? You Why know? not? Totally. I appreciate it. High school theater friends are forever friends. Yes, it's true. And Sarah and I and our other friend Mel, shout out. We like, we're quite a trio. And we the like, three-headed monster yeah, was our we nickname. <laughs> By the way, Mel is very jealous that I'm on the pod. Oh my and gosh. And she can't wait she's to listen gonna to my She's going to be episode. on soon. She's- Mel, love you so much. Yes, hi Mel. Um, shout out <laughs> to you. Yeah, we, it's like, it's kind of nice. Like I, I think I've said before on the podcast, like I have my different friend groups and whatever. And like, I have my high school friends and my theater friends, but then I also have my high school theater friends, mm-hmm. which are like, I mean, I have a bunch, but like Sarah and Mel are like a big part of that sector. And like, it's nice because we all like 
went to college. Like, you were in Michigan, Mel was in New Orleans, and I was in Utah. And, like, now we all, like, live here, so it's, like, really nice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually really nice that we're yeah. all here together and we're yeah. able to, like, yeah. spend time as a trio together again. Yes, yes, have some bottomless brunches. <laughs> yeah. Whatnot. <laughs> Lots of alcohol involved yeah. whenever we get together. <laughs> Except times. if you're my student listening to this, yeah. I don't drink. No, no, just me and Mel. Why would my students listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> they don't follow you, right? No. Uh, maybe your ex-students, which they can know you drink. Yeah, Um true. Okay, then I wanted to ask you about um, Michigan and, like, what your classes... Go blue. Class, go blue. Um, <laughs> like, what your classes were like and kind of, like, your day-to-day there and also... Something we have in common again was that we both went to big fun sports schools, whatever, with the conservatory style within it. So I'd like to hear your take on that as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I first of all loved Michigan. Yeah. Everyone listening should go there. If you get in. (laughs) Everyone. Yep. Every single (laughs) every last one of you should just hop on over and enroll. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I loved my day to day. At Michigan, the music school is on like a different campus called North Campus where they banish the nerds. It's the musicians, artists, and engineers. That's the <laughs> campus. Um, that would be my heaven. I'd be like dating the engineers. Yeah, I'm sure like, you would. Um, so I had to so take funny. like a five or ten minute bus ride there from like Central Campus. <laughs> a lot of people choose to live on North, but again, yeah. not my speed in terms of the genre of people there. Yeah. So I lived on Central <laughs> Campus and then I would take the bus to North mm-hmm. and then I would just have a jam-packed day of classes. I took the coolest yeah. classes. Yeah. Like elementary teaching techniques where we would like go to different elementary schools in Ann Arbor, which is where Michigan is mm-hmm. or where the University of Michigan is. And we would like teach little kindergartners little songs. I had guitar class, yoga for performers, a posture class called the Alexander Technique where we would just like lie on the floor while our teacher like massaged us. I had voice lessons once a week, choir, which was like my favorite class because I just love singing in a choir, Um, music theory. And I had, I found that I had a lot more classes than my friends who were in like political science major or whatever yeah um but yeah it was just a good time and then I would get back from class and I was in um a really really not very good acapella group but with some (laughs) amazing people yeah so I would go to that those rehearsals most nights hang out Mm. with friends on the weekends I would do stuff with like my sorority sisters Mm -hmm. my unis that's our that's our animal of our sorority the unicorns animal for your sorority yeah the unis I don't think my You guys can't see me, but uni's up. Yeah, yeah. Like, she... uni's up. When I see a uni on, a sh- on the streets of New York, which <laughs> actually happens quite often, because a lot of people in my sorority are from the Northeast, I put up that uni with so much pride. Oh, my gosh. My uni is up. She's, she's got her hands on her <laughs> forehead, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a surfer dude hand. And yeah, like, as like a unicorn horn. It's like a horn. It's just funny because nobody in my sorority has like sorority spirit. We weren't one yeah. of those. Yeah. But I have a weird amount and right. it like drives my friends crazy. They're like, stop, we're 23. Stop <laughs> throwing your uni up. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know sorority said animals. I mean. I'm sorry if mine does. Maybe only the cool unaware. ones. I don't know. Oh, sheesh. I'm kidding. Do my I sorority wasn't mine? cool. <laughs> Just nice, just nice people. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Were were your classes you took like you did you have to take them all prescribed like for your degree or you most got of to, them, like, them? Most of them were like we had to take them. We had a yeah. lot of requirements. 
Mm-hmm. And then I had six electives that I was able to take, yeah. which is how I took yoga. I also took okay. uh, musical theater, jazz dance. Oh, yeah. Um, my posture class, guitar, those okay. were electives. Gotcha. I also took an entrepreneurship class that yeah, I cool. hated. Wow, not cool. <laughs> and speaking of St. Patrick's Day, um, we had our final exam on St. Patrick's Day, which was a Saturday. Oh. For my one credit entrepreneurship class. Oh, my God. So you know what I did? You Got know what drunk. I did on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> I did not attend my final. Oh my god! <laughs> what did you? How did you pass the class? Oh, you didn't. I got a doctor's note saying I was sick. Nice. Don't do that, kids. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> but um, I didn't. I realized I'm not an entrepreneur. Yeah. I realized I'm okay. really. I'm just an artist, to use one of Natalie's words. Yeah. I just want to make music. Yeah. I don't like anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I feel like most artists in a way are entrepreneurs. Like, you are your business. I mean, I guess not really exactly in your... I mean, your voice lesson teaches yeah, like that. Yeah, you're right. I am an entrepreneur with yeah. my voice studio. Yeah. Um, But things like budget spreadsheets yeah. and that type of stuff. Like, Natalie is much more, I think, yeah, I like knowledgeable about finances than I am. Yeah. I, like, run away. Like, when the other teachers at my school are like, oh, have you set up your retirement plan yet? I, like, will run away <laughs> screaming. Like, I don't know... How to do anything. You should do that. I don't even have a credit card. You'll, you should do that, too. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Did you did you feel like you were able to balance, like, your stricter, like, course schedule with, like, the sorority and, like, the football games and everything? Yeah. I mean... Did you lose sleep because of it? Is that, like, no. How... Not to be rude. Mm-hmm. My classes were so enriching, and I learned yeah. a lot. But how much outside homework do you really think there is for, like, yeah. percussion 100? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. You know? So you had time. When you weren't in class, you had time. I had, right. I had a lot of hours in class, and I'd probably spend one to two hours in the practice rooms every day, yeah. practicing for my voice lessons, practicing for piano. For yeah. um, like, just kind of, like, spread out throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But after that, like, really my only written homework was for music theory class, and that was my best subject. So yeah. I would, like, get it done very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because that's like very like mathy, like you would think you would like would like the like money stuff too. Yeah, you'd think. Never quite no. clicked. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't always line up. Um, speaking of voice lessons, I, I just thought of this, but like, so you had a voice teacher in like growing up. Did mm-hmm. you have the same one throughout all of growing up? Like pretty much. I started with her in sixth grade. Yeah. So I had one in fourth grade and then a different one in fifth grade. And then okay. I started with her in sixth grade. Okay. And then you had another one in college. Oh my God. I miss him. He's yeah. the sweetest man. Yeah. He's about to retire. Oh. And then I, I went. Yeah. He's. Oh my God. I miss him so <laughs> he much. He listens. <laughs> I um. also went abroad to Italy for a semester and I had a different one there. Okay. So my question is kind of like, because I feel like I've had three voice teachers in life I had my one growing up then I had my one in college and now I have another one and I feel like it's nice to like have the consistency for a while but I think like I've learned you know what I needed to from each of them and I think it's good to like mix it up every so often and kind of like yeah your take on that I completely agree I was like so devoted to my um voice teacher that I had growing up Mm -hmm. and then so devoted to the one I had in college. And then when I went abroad and I had that different teacher for one semester, Mm -hmm. I learned like way more in that semester than Mm -hmm. I'd ever learned in my entire life Yeah, because it was someone different. So she was noticing different things about me. Like Mm -hmm. voice teachers aren't perfect. They don't know everything. So she was noticing things about me that my two prior teachers hadn't. Um, She was also the teacher who had a voice most similar to mine. Mm. So like 
she was able to like demonstrate exactly how she wanted something mm. done and then I was able to repeat it and that style like worked really well for me. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I honestly think switching is beneficial. But when you're yeah. comfortable with a voice teacher, you kind of feel like right. like tied to them. Like yeah. you don't wanna And you feel bad like leaving them. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, I, I've kind of been having a similar experience. I mean, obviously, again, I learned so much. Like, I've been taking voice lessons since I'm, like, seven. and Oh, wow, that's now. young. Yeah, so um, I definitely learned so much. And, like, I'm grateful for, like, this great foundation I had from my first voice teacher and my one during college. But the one I'm taking with now, again, like, I feel like I've learned, like, just as much as I learned in those years with that. I mean, also, we're older now, so it's like we pick things up quicker yeah. and our voices are already... Like, they, like someone new gives but, you new ideas yeah. and a new way of looking at exactly. things. Exactly. New techniques that I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. It, like, unlocked, like, a whole new part of my voice almost that I just, like, yeah. never used before. I think you learn the most in your, like, first couple months with a new voice teacher. And then yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. plateaus a little bit. Or that's how I f- mm-hmm. felt with my voice students that I teach. Yeah. I feel like from my first lesson to my eighth lesson, they grow a crazy amount. Yeah. And then it's more, like, yeah. learning new songs and maintaining those skills. Because yeah. there's certain things that take a lot of time. Other yeah. things are quick fixes. Right. It's like, again, math. The first, like, eight lessons would have, like, a big, like, slope, like, going mm. up. And then, like, it would, like, kind of, like, tear down a little and just be less um, steep, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If you were to graph the progress made. Or, I don't know about progress, but. No, but yeah. Yeah. Kind like of. skills, maybe. Because, like, certain things, like, like breathing. Yeah. That's taking forever. Yeah. For me to get through to. Because my most of my private voice students are, like, younger. Yeah. It's really hard for them to process, like, filling up with air mm, rather than mm. raising their shoulders. Yeah. Like, the breathing thing is taking a really long time to, like, yeah. get into anybody's head. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how you would describe, Natalie, how a, a singer should <laughs> properly take a breath. Ah, uh, gosh. I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> like, don't raise your shoulder. Not obviously. Because like, you don't sing. I then. just yell at them about... Not raising their shoulders, opening their yeah. mouth enough, and filling up with air, and making sure they're really grounded. Yeah. And I'm struggling to find any more words to say I mean, there's not, that. like, a million words. I feel like just trying to, like, expand from, like, like really low down. It's hard to, like, describe this through <laughs> a podcast mic. But, like, really, like, your low, lower belly, like, diaphragm, just, like, really, like, fill it up and, yeah. like, not... Like, I've, I don't know, I've had different takes. Like, I had one teacher, um, and my college teacher told me to, like, breathe, like, with a really big, like, ah, like, drop your jaw really big. And, like, that, like, is how you should breathe. Mm-hmm. My teacher I have now slightly disagrees with that take. So, again, it, like, depends. And maybe yeah. it just depends on, like, the student. Like, you could try, like, if something isn't working for them. Also, just, like, the posture of it all. Like, standing more still and, like, straight and, like... Posture is, like, so underrated how important uh-huh. it is yeah. as a performer. Yeah, and, like, my college teacher had to, like, drill out of me a lot of, like, bad habits I had. Like, my first few lessons with her were, like, mostly about breathing and posture, honestly, even though I'd been taking lessons for, like, 10-plus years. Yeah. Yeah. Because you fall into habits. Yeah. And now my new voice teacher's helping me unlearn even more habits that I had with my college voice teacher, you know? Yeah. Just, like, nitpicky things that, like, get lost in the way and, like why it's been cool to like have a new teacher again even Mm -hmm. though I'm like have a degree in this like I can never stop learning I miss having a voice teacher yeah it's fun yeah I can take every so often with mine if you want um (laughs) she's true she's fun um 
Yeah. Okay, so that's that portion of that. And then I just wanted to get into this is naturally New York. um, And I wanted to only have people who live in New York on the pod. Sarah technically lives in Hoboken. Hoboken is the sixth borough. Yeah. I feel like that's what we call ourselves. Yeah. Because there's five boroughs. Yeah. And we're the sixth. Is Jersey City included in that or no? No, F Jersey City. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I asked you. Um, sorry to all the listeners that live there. I know there's like a huge Jersey City yeah, demographic really in that. <laughs> Hoboken's way better. Yeah. So <laughs> how did you go about living there? And like how's commuting to work versus the city been, et cetera? Like talk to me about Hoboken life. Because I did consider Hoboken life, as Sarah knows. She yeah. gave me a taste of it one day. Yeah. Obviously, um, I didn't go for it. But maybe one day. <laughs> Um, so my job is like pretty far out like west in New Jersey and New Jersey's a small state but like mm. it's not close to the city really. Yeah. It's a few towns over from the town that Natalie and I are from. Yeah. So at least, at least it's north city. though. Yeah, yeah. Um last year COVID was way worse when I first moved. I mm. I moved out of my parents' house in August of 2020 to start my job. Yeah. So I moved to a really nice town that was super close to my job. Mhm. Um which was perfect for that year. It was an 11 minute drive on one street. Mm. But that's because I had no social plans because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. So it didn't matter. And I was able to get a really nice apartment out there because it's mm. not near the city. Um, then, And I lived with my boyfriend. And then last spring, we kind of reevaluated because all of our friends had moved to the city. Mm. Um, and we were taking NJ Transit to, like, do like to go out with them on weekends mm-hmm. and then we would like have to run to take the last train yeah, back uh, and then the we worst. had to like walk from the train 10 yeah. minutes to our apartment and we were like what are we like why yeah. what the heck are we doing yeah um like we're 23 like why are yeah. we what are we doing yeah because we would do that in high school but now yeah it's like, it felt yeah. like and like our friends could stay out till whenever but we were mm-hmm. sprinting to penn station yeah. like it got old yeah. real quick when people started moving to the city. Yeah. Um. So with my job, I can't like legally live out of state, out of the state of New Jersey because I'm like a public employee and public employees have to live in state. Um. So Hoboken was a good compromise where like we can get to the city really easily. Mm-hmm. Um. Like it's, as I said, the sixth borough. We take mm-hmm. the path. It's a subway mm-hmm. Um. into the city. There's a bunch of stops. And... Yeah. Um, it's been great. I actually did Uber from the city to Hoboken last night, but that was like a rare scenario where I didn't take the path. Yeah. Um, getting to work is a little rough. It's like an average of 45 minutes each way. Mm -hmm. Last Thursday, it was two hours. Yeah. Wow. Because there was like an accident or something. Yeah. But you know, I do it for my social life. Yeah. How would I see Natalie? True. How, like... What would I do? I'm her biggest fan. Exactly. I follow her around. So exactly, tragic. <laughs> It'd be tragic. Unless I moved to Hoboken too, which again I thought about. But yeah. <laughs> so like, are you are you happy there? Like, give us like the lay of the land of Hoboken. Like, um, I think Hoboken is awesome. I think that I would love it if I had friends there. Mm-hmm. Because my friends Sorry. live in New York City. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because why would they live in Hoboken yeah. when they can live in New York City? I yeah. can't live in New York City. Yeah. Also, the commute would get way harder if I lived in the city because of the cost of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and just that additional traffic. Um, And you're able to have your car there, which is nice. Right. And there's a garage in my building that I store my car. Um, I think it's a super nice town. We live in a really good area of it. And there's like good restaurants, a lot of bars, which I literally don't go to because all my friends are in the city. Right. Um, (laughs) There's like street fairs fairly often and like fun stuff going on. 
Um, also, like, really nice places by the water to walk around. Yeah. I would say that I really like it. I would yeah. not say that I love it, but mm-hmm. I think it's the best place for me to be right now. Yeah. So. Where do you see yourself in the future? New York or um, further in New Jersey? In the future, I'd like to be in a nice mansion in suburban yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. With a pool, <laughs> uh, my own bathroom, my own, and four kids. Great. <laughs> that sounds good. And um, I'd like that imminently, by the way, but unfortunately my boyfriend disagrees. <laughs> I won't comment on that. <laughs> so I'll be in Hoboken for a little, you know, for, a couple for a more minute. years. Yeah. So you think you'll stay in Hoboken? Um, yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, you can't go in the city unless you were, would you want to teach in the city or are you kind of like where you are now? Here's the problem is that I love my job. Yeah. If I hated my job, it would be so easy yeah. to be like, let me find a job in the city yeah. and move to the city. Yeah. But I just don't want to abandon my kids. Aww. And they probably wouldn't care as much as I think they would, but, like, I just oh, love them. And, yeah. like, now I've known them for two full years, and I spend, like, hours and hours a day with some of these kids. Yeah. And I just, like, I want to see it through for yeah. for the foreseeable future. I want to stay. We're going to yeah. Disney World next year. Oh, really? Yeah, for five days. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that so fun? Wait, what are you guys doing there? We're, like, performing for one day and then, like, oh. going to the parks for the other four. Wait, what are we're you, taking like our own plane? Isn't that so fun? Wait, we never did that. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're Wait. doing it with the band and the orchestra too. Oh, it's gonna my be gosh. like really like how could I miss that? No, you can't. A free trip to Disney where I also get paid overtime for being there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, how did you get the gig singing there? Like, um, it's like a tradition at my school. They go once every four years. Um, I don't know how long ago it was started because I'm new, but they haven't gone in six years now. It was canceled in 2020 because of COVID. So now next year we were finally given the green light to go. And I'm like actually so excited. It's like, it's kind of like a choral slash band slash orchestra festival. So you perform for judges. They give you feedback and like a score and then there's like an award ceremony. Yeah. We're doing like that on a smaller scale in a couple weeks. We're doing that at Hershey Park. Just for a day. Yeah. Do you, like, feel pressure with something like that? Like, since it's being ranked or... No, that's YOLO. We're just, like... I hate when, like, teachers take their jobs too, too, too seriously. Like, Especially, like, arts teachers. Mm -hmm. I'm there for the kids to, like, love what they're doing as much as I love it. Yeah. That's why I'm there. I want us to have fun and make music and get smarter and get better. Yeah, Yeah. But, like, let's just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who cares about the score? And I do think that they have really improved a lot Mm -hmm. because of because I am a good teacher but like yeah. I'm not worried like if we get like a yeah. silver medal instead of a gold like yeah. we'll wear it proudly because we tried our best and we had fun that's so good and yeah. you don't get any like pressure from like the principal or whoever to be no. like yeah. not a, not it's not what's prioritized in my school yeah. which is really nice that mm-hmm. I'm just given the freedom like that they trust nice. me as the professional to do yeah. what I think is best in my classroom yeah I think that's really nice yeah because I think like it can be hard when the teacher is so stressed and you can tell and then like yeah. the kids feel stressed because it's like the principal's putting it on them or whatever or even if not like you said the teacher right. takes their job too seriously like I mean I've had moments where like kids aren't doing aren't working to their full potential and that's yeah. the moments where I get a little bit upset yeah yeah um we're doing that's one upsetting. song yeah. like one like all boy song for our jazz chorus so it's only nine boys mm-hmm. and that song is just not really successful right now mm. and at our rehearsal, like, after they finished singing it, I was like, that was not good. Yeah. And they were like, we know. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, like, yeah. be, like, sunshine and rainbows all the time. Right. Yeah. But then they, like, it's kind of cute. They, like, got together and practiced it, and then it was, like, better the next day. Yeah. Um, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably, I mean, 
because you're so honest with them and you're like nice like i'm sure like they want to like make it good they want to like make you happy they keep making jokes though that they like rehearse all the time in this kid's basement and i I know that they're lying to me but i think that they think i believe them they're like oh we rehearsed in his basement again Mm. i don't think they rehearse in his basement yeah (laughs) maybe they do though if you see a big difference I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, well, this has been lovely. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't mention? Oh my God, we've been talking for 50 I minutes. I know. That's why I'm like, we should probably wrap this <laughs> oh, up. OMG. You're I gonna always to, do this. You're, you're going to have this. to cut some things out. Yeah, yeah. I don't think your listeners care about like the proper way to breathe. Wait, I think they do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Guys, listen up. <sighs> <laughs> That's wrong because it shouldn't be an audible breath. So you failed. <laughs> Revoke her teaching life. You get into teaching. I know. I, I thought about it. That's also why I'm asking you. But uh, yeah. the piano thing is, I mean, well, we don't have to talk about it now. But I also am not great at piano. So that's like what deters me from doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, this has been so fun. Yeah. I feel like I've really like inspired yeah. all of the listeners. All of the listeners. <laughs> Including myself, because I can't wait to listen to this. Oh yeah, (laughs) of course, as you should. Um, Do you want to? Do you want to plug yourself? I don't know if you want people to follow you if you're on private. Um yeah, so please do not follow me (laughs) on anything, because I'm a teacher. Perfect. (laughs) Don't mention this to anyone. I don't drink. Um, And yeah, yeah. unis up and go blue. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's. That's where we'll land at. <laughs> Unis up and go blue. Thanks, Sarah. You're good. Bye. Oh, so amazing. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Sarah and I go way back, as you can tell, and she's so great. And we love to joke around and have fun. And I'm trying to have Mel on the podcast soon, like we mentioned. So that will be fun, too. But, yeah, show Sarah some love. Um, you can subscribe rate and review the podcast um five stars obviously you can follow the podcast on instagram at nny podcast and you could also email me slash the podcast at nny podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions any sponsorship inquiries anything hit me up and you can follow my personal instagram which is just at natalie aris Unlike Sarah, I am not a teacher. I am very um, public. Obviously, I have a podcast too, which is pretty public. So, yeah, um, go give all of those a follow. Give them some love. And again, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I know you did because Sarah's the best, and this was so much fun. And I'll catch you next time.